Welcome back to part two of Focus on You, the two essential assessments for every photographer. I'm so excited. Last time we talked about Clifton Strengths Finder, and this time I have a whole new assessment for you. You're gonna love it. Hey there, my name's Sarah Petty, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to be named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Now I'm the founder of the Photography Business Institute where we provide guided support from start to finish. Whether you're a beginner photographer dipping your toes in or a more advanced photographer with big income goals. Each week on this podcast, I'll show you how to find and serve photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at photographybusinessinstitute.com. Okay, friend, if you didn't listen to the first assessment, go check it out where I talk about StrengthsFinder and what that amazing assessment can do for you and your business. And today we're gonna dig into a second assessment that I think you're going to love. The second assessment isn't as well known and it's one that I really, really love. It's called DISC, D-I-S-C, okay? And all of those letters stand for something. I'm gonna run you through them and share with you what they can do for you and how they can help you. And really, one assessment on its own is not black and white, like, oh, this is exactly how this person is and I put them in this exact box. No, because I can do things outside my unique ability and do just fine at them, especially if I'm really passionate about it. Like I can build a mean spreadsheet, but if I had to do that all day, oh, kill me now, right? And so it just gives us a snapshot of the person. And then when you overlay, I think we have five or six assessments we have people take when they join our team so that we overlay them, right? I noticed they're this way on this assessment, but this one's a little different. So, you know, everybody whose strength is a certain thing doesn't mean they're just like the other person. All of these things are overlaid to, to make up this complex being, right? But it just helps us understand ourselves and each other, which is just amazing. So when we have people join our team and we're hiring, we don't even review their application until we see their disc right? Because it's so critical that we run our team by knowing what people's strengths are. We have our students do this assessment too, because it helps them look at four different aspects of their personality. It helps us get an idea of who will be strong at which task, and it helps everyone understand how they are wired. So when you take both of these assessments and you look at them together, it will give you an even more clear picture of how to thrive. Let me first explain what DISC stands for, okay? Because when you take the assessment, you will have one to three of these letters assigned to you. I guess if you have all four of them where you score high and all four, it tells you something went wrong, you need to retake it. <laughs> so when you take it, you're going to get a score for D-I-S-N-C, and it's going to be a score between one and 500. And so if you have a score that's over 50, it means that you possess strengths in this personality type. Okay. So you might just have one, you might have two, or you might have three of these letters. So we refer to your strengths as 
the letters that you have. So you might be an I, you might be an SC, you might be a DSC, right? Like you can be any combination of these. And I'm going to explain more on it. And I want to explain each one and what it means to you. But you might want to take some notes here because this is so fascinating. If you have our planner, there is a page in it each month or actually each week for you to take notes on our podcast because I don't just do this for fun. I do it for you to take action every week from my podcast. I want you to listen and I want you to implement something. Okay, so whether you implement this quickly or slowly, I want you to implement it and I want you to bring it to your family and to your friends and if you work with other people, have these conversations because you're going to have so many aha moments about how to put your best self in the world, how to say yes to things that are in your unique ability and within your personality style so that you are happy when you do them. How many of us say yes to things and then go, why did I say yes to this? I don't even like this, <laughs> right? Okay, so take notes on this and then you can maybe go take this assessment. It's free or you can upgrade to a more detailed version, which I recommend that too. But the D in DISC is for dominance. I, I don't really like that word because obviously it can have a negative connotation. We all know someone who's overly bossy and dominating, <laughs> but it's interesting because everything is on a spectrum and it's interesting to see who has a high D. And again, we, we have all of our students do this. We did this with our coaching students and it's fascinating to see who has D. And now I can almost identify it without having people take the assessment because I've, I've studied it so much. But these are the people who are driven to get things done. Okay, they're like, they're ready. Let's go. They're often more of a risk taker. They're often competitive athletes, right? A lot of your competitive athletes have high D in them because they're aggressive. They want to win. They want to go do things. They're often confident. They're often leaders. And yes, if they have very, very high D, they can fall into the blunt, bossy steamroller category. And uh, I have high D and I, I do see that in myself come out sometimes and I have to remind myself, all right, you don't have to be that way. <laughs> um, but, but often this is CEOs of companies, executives, uh, people running things, people who are the ones like, you know, people in your life, think about it. You know, if you want that done, give it to so-and-so. If they took this assessment, they would likely have high D. Okay, there are people who get things done and there are people who get others to do it, okay? <laughs> um, they can be the same person, right? You get it done or you get others to do it. These are your Ds. They're typically very decisive. They're strong action takers, okay? Don't feel bad if you don't have D. Don't say, oh, that's too bad. I, I, I don't have any D, you know, like I can't succeed. Yes, you can. You use your other strengths and then you look to partner up with someone who has a D in your life. Next is the I category, which stands for influence. These are typically your outgoing, fun people who love people and love to talk. Often your natural born salespeople are high in I. Entertainers, right? These are people who influence and persuade others. Anybody you know who is the life of the party, they're just fun, they're entertaining, they're extroverts, likely they are likely high I. Andrea and I, who work together on our team, we are both almost 100 I. I think I'm 99 and she's 98. And it's no wonder why we love having our students here and throwing parties for them and, and just th pouring into them and loving them. And we go late at night and we're like having a blast. And then the rest of our team who don't live here, they're like, please don't make us come to that. Please don't make us come to that. Especially my low eyes. They're like, 
just, I'm not even going to talk to people, right? And that's fine. Andrew and I are like giddy and we love that we both love to do this. And so once we learn that about everyone else, we don't guilt them or be like, everybody should show up and participate in this fun activity. You know, why aren't you guys coming? Why don't you want to come? I get it. it. It's not in their unique ability. That doesn't light them up like it does Andrea and I. <laughs> and so it just really makes things run more smoothly because here's the beautiful part. When other tasks come up, like building complicated projects and tracking them and making sure everybody gets all their things done when they're supposed to, like Andrea and I don't love that. Well, I don't love that. Andrea does some of that and is really good at it, but it's not her full-time job, right? She's very balanced. So she likes the balance. I know that about her, but we have other people on our team who are great at that and they can do that all day long and not have to talk to a person and they're super happy, right? So just because you're high in something or low in something, like just look for people around you who are the opposite and you'll work so well together. The next category is S and S is called steadiness. People who are high in S, which means above the 50 line, they are sincere, they're loyal, they're dependable, they're calm and caring. They can do repetitive tasks happily. They prefer routines. They often don't like to be rushed. Many coaches, teachers, healthcare workers are, are high S, right? My customer service team, they're all high S. Coaches in my programs are often IS. IS is a very strong coaching profile. Um, and so a lot of coaches have that IS, right? Because they're talking to people. They have to have that influence. And then the steady, right? They're, they're just constantly there to remind people, do it this way, do it this way. Just supportive and awesome. So that is S, steadiness. So think about somebody in your life who is probably high S, calm and patient and steady, eddy, just always there. They're a high S, I'm pretty sure of it, okay? Then your C category is your conscientiousness. That's what it stands for. These are the people who value accuracy and details. Okay, the financial arm of many companies are likely high C. These are your engineer type person, your accountants, people who are in number type jobs because they want numbers, right? These people want details. This is what I've learned about working with people who are high C. They want details. So when they say, how big is that? And when you're working with a client, right? And they're asking you about um, how big is that frame? Like if I know they work as an accountant and they're likely in that high C category, I will get out my tape measure and measure it. And I will say it's 18.479 inches. <laughs> Sometimes I do that just to, to be silly because I know they love the detail, right? And if I know somebody is just a, a fly by the night person, they're in sales and they're just, they, they don't seem to be super detail oriented. I hold my hands out and I go, it's about this big, right? But if I suspect they're high C, the more specificity, the better, right? People with high C are excellent project managers. If you're hiring a wedding planner, you want them to be high C because they're going to make sure every single attention to detail is excellent, and they're great with numbers and financials and every little detail. Sometimes high C's can be perceived as, um, you know, difficult to work with or challenging or pessimistic or skeptical because they are more risk averse than say the high D who's like, oh, you have that idea. Let's go. Boom. Let's take action on it. Right. Again, there's not a good or a bad. We should have somebody in everybody's life who's all of those things. And if you start looking at your kids, especially if you have teenagers who are old enough to take this assessment, um, looking at 
maybe the kid that conflicts with you the most, they're probably most like you, (laughs) right? Um, So it's just interesting in that way to look at it. And then once you understand why they are how they are, it helps you communicate better, especially if that teenager of yours is the complete opposite, right? Maybe you're um, tightly wound your D. You're like, we're going to get these 12 things in today. And they're like a high S and they're like, well, my friend called and I just really need to help her right now. And I, I just, you know, they're moving slower and just, just being chill and you're frustrated, right? Cause you're a high D and they're high S. And so once you realize that you can say, okay, am I pushing too hard? Okay. If no, we need to be at this place earlier. I tell my high S child, Um, I might say, Hey, this is when we need to be there. Could we leave, you know, early, we can stop and get something on the way if you need to, like, we have to figure out how we can work well with them. And, and same with your clients, right? It's all relationship building. And once you start learning these and getting good at them, you start to understand why people behave the way they do, right? It's not because they're a jerk and you're not a jerk or they're a nice person. You're not a nice person or vice versa. It's, it's their personality is really different inborn in them and it's dictating how they respond to things. And so if you know that about their personality type, you can guess how they're going to respond. And if you are a tightly wound high D and your your kids trigger you, maybe it's because they figured out that they can trigger you in that way, right? So tap into that little bit of S that you might have in you and and pull that out and just say, hey, I can chill too. I can be chill as well. Isn't this so interesting? I hope you're loving this. And um, you might be wondering, well, Sarah, what is your DISC profile? Um, So for me, I am an ID. I already told you I'm high I and I have D. So I'm a 99I and I'm a 65D. I think S and C, I might have none. (laughs) They're very low. They're under double digits. I think they are double digits, but like really low, maybe 15 and seven, something like that. And then they also give you a score of under stress. They call it adapted. So you have a natural score and an adapted score if you pay for the test. So that's really interesting to look at. Under stress, how do you respond? Do you become more D and you jump in and take charge or do you step back and go, I'm overwhelmed and I'm just going to chill, right? So it gives you a lot of insight to yourself. But I know that about myself. And when I got this assessment, I was like, okay, I have a project and I need to partner with a C, a high C, or I need an S because I know what type of project this is. And I'm frustrated because I want to get things moving fast. And I know I need to take a high S and high C with me. Erin, my business partner here at Photography Business Institute, who runs the operations here is a CDS, right? Super high C, super detail oriented, high D. She's a starter, right? She gets things going. She moves projects forward. She was an athlete in college. Both of us, actually most of my team were college athletes. It's pretty cool. But I always like hiring athletes because I know they can move things forward. They get things done. So she's high C, which is a a massive attention to detail. She can manage a massive amount of projects. She's high D, so nothing sits on her plate for very long because she takes action. Her high S makes her steady, makes her loyal, makes her even keeled, makes her, her really great to work with in that way. And we've always clicked so well together because our skills are opposite and we balance each other. But I think it also works when we are on opposite sides, right? Like I'm a super big risk taker. Like we get a cool opportunity and I'm like, let's do it. And then 
the S in her makes her more skeptical. Like, what if it doesn't work out or whatever? What if, you know, it doesn't get the result we want? And so it's really good because we usually meet in the middle. One of us persuades the other, like I feel more strongly or she feels more strongly and we make great decisions. Imagine if we were both the same, taking crazy risks or no risks. I always joke that like we're, we're both walking up to an outdoor swimming pool and I see it in the sun setting. I just run full force and dive and jump into the pool. I may not look to notice that there's no water in the pool, right? So I'm risking like I could crash into the empty pool and just die right there. And then Erin goes up to the pool and she'll stick her toe in as the sun's setting. Do I want to get in? Is it is it the right temperature? Do I have the right swimsuit and cover up and you know, all the things. And and she we joke that she will miss the whole season because she waited a little too long. And so we always, it's so fun when we make decisions together because we're like the perfect weather in the pool is now and we're ready to get in. <laughs> so um, I'm grateful for her. And while we always knew that we were yin and yang, right? Like we were we were two peas in a pod and we always have been able to work things out and work really well together. And it wasn't until we started taking these assessments that we understood why. And look, this could help your relationship with your spouse or significant other as well, because at the least you will understand why they are wired differently than you. And, and it's really funny because Joe Petty doesn't jam with any of these. And I did a program with him where he had to do assessments and they were four numbers, well, three numbers actually. And people were from one to 10 or one to nine, I think. And the lady said, nobody ever gets a five, five, five. Like for someone to be that balanced, it's just very rare. She just said, nobody in here has a five, five, five. Do they? Joe Petty raises his hand. And that's just completely describes Joe Petty. He's a five, five, five. Like he's just steady in all ways, shapes or form. And I think one of my kids got that from him, right? Just well-balanced, can go with the flow, easy to throw him into a, a high stakes conversation, right? Like he's an extrovert. He can be an introvert. Like he can go in, in, into planning mode. Like he can just do all the things. So he, he doesn't geek out about these like Aaron and I do, but I I'm sure to share my opinion of <laughs> with him of like, Oh, Hey, I noticed this or, or that. So we can joke about it, but um, it's definitely my thing it may not be your thing, but I hope it is because it can help you so much. Now, what does this mean for you? What if I have the wrong personality for being a business owner, right? Or what if you have um, uh, assessment shame or assessment envy, right? Somebody else has woo and you want woo or you have shame because you have four in one category and you're missing one category completely. Listen, as we have grown our team and our leadership team coaching our students in our our program, right? Of all creatives, all photographers, we have found leaders in every personality type, right? We have leaders in every personality type. And it's really cool as your team grows and the people around you because, and you probably already know this in your life, but sometimes we need a hype person in our life to hype us up. Maybe it's leading a project or joining a board of directors with you. Sometimes we need a super detailed person to manage a detail-oriented process. That's the high C. Maybe you're planning a family reunion and you're recruiting people in your family. Who's the high C? Who's the person who's going to make a spreadsheet, make sure everybody turns in their family photo and all the details and kids ages and all of that, right? So learning this helps you in all of the parts of your life. And listen, your personality type does not inhibit you from succeeding. Quite the opposite. If you can learn how to leverage your God-given talents, you will be happier and more successful, my friend. 
as you grow your business and you're considering hiring help, even if it's very part-time, have these people you're considering take this assessment, discover some insights about them to help you quickly identify their strengths and if they balance with yours. You can learn more about your family members doing this and even your friends. It is so fascinating when you delve into this. So this assessment called DISC, you can take it free. And again, these things change all the time. But right now you can go to TonyRobbins.com forward slash DISC, D-I-S-C. You can get the free report and then you can pay to upgrade it for more detailed versions, which I love to do because I think it's fascinating. And gosh, I I recommend paying the extra because you're going to learn so much. I hope today has inspired you to have the conversation with yourself that, yo, you aren't broken. You don't have to fix yourself or change who you are. How you win the game is by understanding what your unique abilities are and how you can do more things that help you and let you operate in your unique ability. I get it when you're starting out that you have to do all of the things, but you might be surprised how much flexibility you actually do have once you identify these things about yourself and others in your life. And my gosh, who doesn't want more insight into their children's natural talents? When you are an entrepreneur, the name of the game is getting things to run smoothly. That's when life becomes fun. And the more you're working on the things you love and you're good at, the happier you will be and the more you will show up as your best self. Go do this and shoot me a message and tell me how it went. I'm cheering for you, my friend. Let's go. Woohoo! You did it, friend. You just listened to a full episode of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. You invested time in bettering yourself and your photography business will thank you for it. I'm proud of you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, could you do me a favor? Like and share it so it reaches more photographers who need to hear it. Join me next Tuesday and I'll help you grow your photography business.